0: Hello everybody, This welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 297, Games, Games, Games. I am your host, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week is my good buddy, Rob, back from...
1: Parts or- Unknown! <laughs> <laughs> it was places, uh, <laughs> well, it was for work, so it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to be there, but I'm glad to be back, and uh, glad to get a job uh, mostly complete.
0: Okay, and sorry. Uh, is there any way you can sit back just a little bit? Your head. Wow. Fill the filling What happened there? <laughs> Your head is filling the screen for some reason.
1: I know. <laughs> That's very.
0: That way. Just don't <laughs> lean any further closer. No one cares to see all that. But anyways. This,
1: this reminds but, me of that. Uh, oh, what was that Mike Myers movie? It was Boy Head. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Boy Head New.
0: No. <laughs> oh. Back by popular demand, Um, we kicked Brun off this week and brought Bo back. So, welcome Bo.
2: Hey gaming community, happy Father's Day to all you gaming dads out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody. Um, So, my only concern is I got two guys on the show with me that don't tend to talk a lot, so you guys are gonna have to gonna have to help me out here <laughs>
1: what, do you, what do you do you're set. you're trying to set a stage man that's not cool
0: <laughs> I take
1: offense to that
0: <laughs> well, well Bo's filled in for you greatly by not saying much <laughs> <laughs> okay nailed it <laughs> hey now <laughs> no um so welcome back to the show and um be sure to check us out at thisxboxlife.com. And, of course, oh, as always, be sure to, if you want to support us, you can do it very easily by doing your shopping at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. That is a affiliate link uh, for if you're here in the U.S. It'll take you straight to the U.S. Uh, Amazon page and allow you to shop and we will get credit for your shopping. Um, If you live outside of the US, then go to our website, click on the Amazon box there on the right hand side and it will auto direct you to the closest Amazon store based on where you live and you can support us that way. So with that, before we get into what we played, today was the... we finally got Um, the Xbox Entertainment Division has released their first piece of entertainment or television uh, on the Xbox World today. And I actually watched it. It was Every Street United. It's an eight-episode series on street soccer or football, as some people call it. Um, Oh, you mean the rest of the world. The rest of the world. Yes. (laughs) Um, So
1: or the know, other he, twelve markets.
0: Did either of you guys watch that that today? Get a chance to look at it.
1: No, no, I haven't. I don't know about how about you, Bo. No, nope.
0: I I don't have an interest in soccer, but I wanted to watch this anyways, because mm-hmm. you know it was something new. It was something they talked about. I was very impressed, and I would say even if you don't have an interest in soccer, check it out. They what I first didn't understand is you have to download. Uh, the the every every street or every street united, it's like an application. So I'm okay. like, well, that seems weird. I, you know, it actually goes to a purchase screen, but it says it's free. And then I was like, well, why am I downloading it? You know, it's it should just be a TV show. I thought it would be like a video. But what it is, it, it actually downloads an application, and then you can launch each episode from within. But there's other things outside of the episodes. They've got like. You can take the polls. They'll ask questions based on after you've seen the video. Um, And there's achievements for this, too. They're all zero-point achievements. But there are achievements. It would be easy to get all 100%. But um, there's, like, polls. There's player profiles. You can put yourself on the map. Um, There's different things and interactive stuff you can do, uh, which I thought was really neat. But I did watch the show. And actually, I started it and I was busy building out the show while it was going in the background. So when it ended, I was like, well, rats, I didn't really get a chance to watch it. So I actually stopped what I was doing, sat down in my chair, rewatched it again, and really enjoyed it. Um, the, the video is beautiful. I mean, just, you know, it's all HD, uh, looks fantastic, uh, and it was very, actually, very interesting. So I'm looking forward to each of the other shows, each episode. Looks like they're going to come out every Sunday. Um, so they're a week apart but um, I recommend it, it's free it just gives you an idea kind of kinda what was what we're going to see coming from the world of Xbox Entertainment um, so I thought it was pretty cool, I enjoyed it I think a lot of people will like it, even if you're not soccer fans, soccer fans will love it um, I think but you know, even if you're not check it out so, again, it's free
1: yeah, I mean sound I mean, it sounds pretty interesting. I was watching, uh, well as I was trying to catch up on my Twitter, they kept posting. You know, x amount of days, x amount of days to go, to go. So, uh, you know, for uh, a first effort, I'll definitely check out the first couple of episodes. Probably, I don't know if I'll finish all of them, but uh, we'll we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, it's only thirty minutes long. So. Yeah.
1: Can't so, is it an actual thirty minutes, or is it? 30 minutes minus commercials. There are... <laughs> which is a, actually like a 20-minute show.
0: Uh, well, it's a little less than 30 minutes, but there okay. is a couple of commercials. Oh, I think is. in total there was... I think there was only two commercial breaks, and I think there's only two commercials. Um, so, you know, no big deal. It doesn't bother me. You know, we're used to watching commercials on TV anyways. So... Yeah, uh, that's true. just a couple quick, quick ones. So... I didn't have a problem with that, but yeah, it was a really it was really good episode, and uh, I'm looking. They're gonna actually they're gonna pick like eight people from around the world to compete in a street soccer match, I guess. And they got two famous soccer players that are going to. um... Okay, Uh, sorry. uh, These two like. World famous soccer players are kind of picking the eight guys, and at the end of it, I guess who I don't know if it's one guy or all of them or just the winning team because they're going to do a four-on-four four street soccer match. Um, I did I kind of missed that part, but somebody's going to get to try out for the Seattle Sounders, which is their uh, professional hockey lead, or hockey soccer team. So okay. someone is you know they're going to get a chance to try out with that team. So there is an opportunity that one of these guys could end up being playing professional soccer. Um, Oh, yeah. And this is, you know, like a lot of these guys, it's their dream. So it's pretty cool to be neat to see what happens. Um, And the guys are very talented. What I've seen so far, it's like, wow, what they can do with the soccer balls, is uh, mind-blowing. So it'll be really cool to see these eight guys who are obviously going to be very talented duking it out in a street soccer match and just watching that you know how that works out so it's pretty cool so check it out
1: we will do
0: all right you have your orders <laughs>
1: okay boss so you got it mr wingman sir
0: all right um i know bo i guess you're, you're having audio issues um yeah
1: I'm, I'm
2: getting uh four feeds now all of different delays
0: you got everything on your on your computer muted make sure if you've got twitch up make sure you mute it
2: yeah, it's all everything's all muted.
0: Okay. Well if you gotta uh, hop out and hop back in, uh, I think try. the call will still go. I think we'll keep we'll just keep going on. So well, I'll give you permission to leave the call. <laughs> yeah. Oh and he's already gone. I'm looking at the wrong, I'm looking at the Twitch screen and he's still there. Oh he's still there. <laughs> <It's> like, okay, <laughs> boy, like, you, you can, can leave. Now. You can go leave. Ahead. Oh. He's already gone. <laughs> so all right. Yes. But and he's back. He's back, he's back, he's back, he's back. Is that better, 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 better? Yep, better. we're back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyways, let's go ahead and move into uh, what have we been playing. So, Rob, have you played anything this week?
1: Uh, a little bit of Watch Dogs. Uh, I'm still trying to recover from my whole... Uh, traveling, work schedule, and everything. I, I got a little bit of uh, Watch Dogs in the other day just to kind of decompress a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if that was the best thing to decompress with. Uh, it's definitely an interesting game. I find that I every time I sit down to play, I have the exact same thing happen. And, cause, have you guys have pl- played it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. So th- this is what happens. I start, I go through a couple of missions, you know, I do my cameras, you know, I hack a couple of people, and then I get a mission. So I go and I try to stop a crime. Something happens, I get spotted by the cops. Police chase ensues, I panic, I crash into something, and within five minutes, I'm shot dead. So it's, it's that, it repeats over and over and over. It's kind of frustrating, but I, I still keep coming back for more because it's sort of fun at the same time. But uh, <laughs> I definitely have to sit down with that game and basically you know kind of get my act together with it. Uh, I, I really'm impressed with it it's, it's very cool. The one thing that I'm kind of surprised about is when we're watching all the videos initially that uh, you know it's set in Chicago, so I was really expecting a lot of stuff that I would be very familiar with because uh, I, I work downtown Chicago a lot. I, I'm familiar with the skyline and, and all that good stuff. But when I'm in the game, I really don't feel like it's Chicago. You know, granted, you see the Sears Tower or with Willis Tower, whatever name they chose to give it in the game, I'm not sure. But you see it in the skyline. And other than that, it just seems like any old city, which, uh, again, is kind of... Uh, Kind of surprised me a little bit, but it doesn't really detract from the game at all. Uh, one thing that I heard on the Major Nelson podcast that I kind of want to try out is he's really not going through the missions from what he was saying. He's just driving around, just becoming familiar with the city. I, I really wonder if, if that would help at all. Like, have you guys, did you guys play um, uh, what's called uh, Grand Theft Auto at all? Mm hmm. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you guys? Did you guys ever do that in those games? Like, you just drive around just to be familiar with uh, the streets and where things are initially before you start going through the missions. Nope. Oh. Or does that help at all? No, you just get in it. Get in and go, man. <laughs> and, and do it.
2: No, I I can play uh, Grand Theft Auto for about five minutes, and then it's all about seeing how many stars you can get, how long you can last out running the cops. <laughs> oh yeah. So never never got anywhere with that, but uh, you know, oh,
1: before they get you.
2: You know, from what I remember of uh, being in Chicago, you know, this game is dead on accurate with all the, the rolling hills and mountains that you drive through, and kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love I, 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 loved I, I... The, the hills and the mountains in Chicago. I'm like, man, I don't remember. That. I lived there, let's see, a total of, a lot of years. 15, 16 years, and I don't recall ever seeing a mountain or a hills. Well, you, a you've year.
2: obviously driven into Wisconsin for that part of the game.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. that must be it. I didn't know Wisconsin was. I knew it was close, but I didn't know it was that close.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that but all? there there are some areas that, you know, they, they do capture part of certain parts of the city. Granted, you could probably make that into any city. Just, uh, you know, kind of how this the, like the sidewalks and the streets, the storefronts and and all that but uh, it's an interesting game Uh, definitely give it that and then also I've been uh, actually just I believe it was last night or the day before I started playing uh, Lego Marvel uh, two player with my son that was actually kind of a a neat experience because they did a split screen that I've never seen before uh, in any other game it's a dynamic split screen do you guys know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. with that That is pretty sweet. What? What? You you don't
0: dynamic split
1: screen. So normally, you would think split screen as split down the middle. You have left and right. What this does is, let's say you have your characters at um, like, let's say, I don't know how this will turn out on the video, but you have them on the screen like this. You know, one's in one corner, the other's in another corner. If they separate, there's a line that actually goes. Like uh, corner to corner, and your split screen is then. Oh, I just got everything out of focus. E- your your split screen is now diagonal, and your characters are just doing their own thing. And then once they get close to each other, now it just goes full screen again. Weird. So it actually splits them, but kind of smart, and it, it's it's really nice because you can play full screen when you're close but then it goes split when it needs to and it's not it's very subtle and it doesn't detract from the game at all so I was i was really impressed by that uh, on the side note no, my son he's hes going to be 6 next week and uh, it it's kind of an eye opening experience to play multiplayer with him mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I can hard, handle right? it I don't know if I can handle it because he's sort of trash talking to me and I'm like what you don't talk that way to your dad. <laughs> you kick your butt, dad. You're going to I know. He's like, you shoot me, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, why would you say that? That's mean. <laughs> so so here's the
2: question. Is he better than you already?
1: He's pretty good. He's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> the, th- the thing that, because up until now, it was always just myself playing and him just sitting on my lap watching. But now... I, I was I was really surprised how quickly he picked it up and he learned what the different buttons were and uh it's like why switches characters one is you know shoot or not shoot Well, yeah I guess you can shoot or hit things but yeah he just picks it up instantly and you know, it was kind of a eye opening experience for myself but uh you know it was, it was a pleasant surprise up until <laughs> I can't handle it anymore <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Then I'll be like, uh, he'll be like, "Daddy, well, let's play Lego Marvel or, or something." I'll be like, "No, <laughs> you go to bed right now, so I can play by myself."
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't care. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll, so, uh, but you'll get to the was... part
2: where you threaten to ground him if he keeps killing you. I, I went <laughs> to that place. Like, he can kill me one more time, you're
0: grounded from video games for a week.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Stop
0: that. That's that's why you just play co-op games with them so they can be on your team.
1: Well, this is co-op. <laughs> <laughs> He's trash talking me and we're co-op. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, but uh, uh, actually, there was a a funny thing that uh, what the Xbox account tweeted for Father's Day. It said, uh, you know, fi- something like finally, or like thanks, or Happy Father's Day, Dad. You know, finally your reflexes are slowing down enough where I can beat you in Halo <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that at all. It was, I did it was pretty that. good. Yeah, I yeah. Not. So. But uh yeah, that's about it for me. Just uh those two and then uh yeah, a little bit of Mario with my son is I don't know if you can see this. This is his latest drawing here. <laughs> Super Mario three D land. That's nice. right. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> so I, I've been playing a little bit of that, but I, I don't know if I would count that. But uh, yeah, that's it for me.
0: I'll, well, since you did that, I got to show something here. Being that it's Father's Day, of course, Robin. Well, you guys will see it eventually on the feed. But my kids drew all my kids today in church the, in their Sunday school class. They got to draw pictures of their dads and attach attach a bag of M and M's like as a tie. So my oldest son, he he did see. There we go. So that's, that's his rendition of me. Okay, with the bow tie, which I've never worn, but that's his personality. Okay, so then my daughter, she's a little bit closer. Oh, there's stuff on the back. I didn't even realize. I'll have to read what they wrote about me. So that's with me with a bag of M&Ms on the bottom there. The tie. Yeah, I like your so hair. Guess, nice yeah, hair. Yeah. Okay. Then comes my youngest. <laughs> this one I look like a zombie from one of the... <laughs> I'm like, I have a couple of mouths. I don't have any skin on my head or hair. I'm like, I know I'm going bald, but come on. (laughs) Dude, that
1: second one, you look like a girl with a beard.
0: Yeah, yeah, my daughter, that was my daughter. She, like, (laughs) gave me these big eyelashes. I was like, okay. Whoa.
1: I'm just looking at the third one. What happened to you?
0: I think think that's my Dead Island avatar.
1: (laughs) Or Borderlands. You're one of those dudes from Borderlands.
0: (laughs) So he hands it to me, and I'm just like, Okay, this is what I look like to you, huh? You're like this
1: is beautiful.
0: I'll not have to read what they wrote about me on the back. So, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, well, Wait a minute, who is this? My oldest says, "My dad is so strong, he can lift 50 pounds." <laughs> 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 my my daughter says, "I'm so strong, I can lift a ladder." <laughs> my my youngest says, "I could lift a box." <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to read the rest of that. Those are funny. I didn't. They didn't even tell me they wrote on the back of them. I'll have to see what facts. Those are so fun when your kids do that stuff. So, but anyways, no one cares about that. So, uh, I think, Bo, it's your turn. Uh, what you've been playing this week? I played
2: a uh, little bit of Watchdogs, and then uh, blew the dust off Curse uh, of Brotherhood. Uh, played some uh, some Max oh, and uh, nice why my son was over today i I cheated and had him get me past a few things that i'd been stumped on and (laughs) kind of walked away from the game so now we're into the next chapter so i'm back into it cool
1: very nice that's a fantastic game
0: yeah yeah
1: that was a great first game for the games with gold for xbox one too Uh, max yeah
0: yeah absolutely uh, Alright, so for myself, I played. I did play some Watch Dogs earlier in the week, um, and then what I played this since I've been back, I had to go out of town again, and when I got back I played Supra, Ultra, Dead, Rising 3, Arcade, Remix, Hyper Edition, EX, Plus Alpha!
1: <laughs> That's so silly.
0: Dude, the game is fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's actually fun. It's it's probably the best DLC they've ever done. <laughs> it's it's uh it's like a complete like a 16-bit rendition of the game. Everything's redone. You're in these little areas and everything's like in these older, you know, older style graphics and they got the power-ups, the big floating power-ups that you run through and grab and you got to defeat bosses and and you get you get to dress up as classic Capcom characters, and you get like their special powers. It's it's cool. I'll talk about the game later on, but the game's a lot of fun, um, and. I know Democulus has it, and him and I have been playing. I'm looking for anybody else in the community that has it, so we can get a a, four, a group of four together. So if there's two more people out there, or anybody out there that has it, uh, let me know. I'll definitely play with you guys. I'd rather play with a team. I need you know you get there's different. You got to get S rank on all these, and they're not that hard if you if you get a team that'll work together. Um, so if anybody's out there and wants to play, hit me up. But uh, I really am enjoying that DLC. So, but that is it for me for what I've been playing. So we'll go ahead and jump into our stories and get this thing going.
1: All right, so first up is a little bit of E3 talk, I guess. Uh, uh, Phil Spencer uh, did a little bit of an interview or whatnot, uh, some uh, talking over there with IGN uh, about the pre ordering and pre loading of games. This is something that we even had a little bit of discussion here on the show, you know, because I think we'd all like to see that. It'd be really nice. And especially if uh, you order it ahead of time and it's cheaper, but that's just me. So what Phil Spencer told IGN was, uh, it's on the roadmap for our monthly updates. Uh, I think the monthly update in June was a strong monthly update. I love what we did. Uh, I love the GPU reserve work we did, the real names, external storage. I don't know if you saw it. We released a tool today online There's a feedback tool. Uh, This is something, what, that came out? That was during E3? Was that when it came out?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That feedback tool thing? Yes. Okay. And uh, it goes, but it's uh, really just about prioritizing work. Um, Pre-buy, pre-download are all things we look at as important to our long-term success. Uh, They've not yet... uh, revealed uh, what the next update is going to be. Maybe this will be the July update because they're pretty much doing these monthly now, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So they haven't really said anything about what's going to be happening next month, but uh, we'll probably know soon enough since they, we're they halfway.
0: Have. It's they have.
1: I, I mean, have they released everything? On. Okay.
0: They they've they've stated there's an article we'll talk about later about okay. what's coming in the July update. Okay. So yes.
1: So uh, yeah, it's nice to know that they're uh, at least giving us a heads up in that part there. So uh, previous updates have uh, addressed Xbox Live Party System, Kinect Voice Recognition, system up, no, uh, updates, notifications, and more. So um, yeah, that's uh, about it. So uh, at least they're considering it. Cross our fingers. Hope to get it. Over to you. All
2: right. Well, our our next story is uh, in regards to Battlefield Hardline. Uh, They are introducing new thematic elements and story elements to the Battlefield brand, but the competitive multiplayer's new reputation system is among the most interesting new additions for hardcore Battlefield fans. Thad Sasser, lead multiplayer designer at developer Visceral Games, told IGN, The reputation system is a session-based persistence that gives players the opportunity to improve their loadout during a match. When you hit certain thresholds, you unlock one of these perks, Sasser said. There are X number levels of reputation, and during a session, you can try to max out your reputation to earn more bonuses, such as improved armor. The catch is that you have to choose between two similarly alluring options, and when your match ends, your reputation is wiped nothing persists. This is different from the standard persistent unified economy, a battlefield hardline, of course. Cash and levels earned during and after each round persist throughout, allowing you to unlock new guns, attachments, and other items between and during rounds. But the reputation system, as an independent progression system, presents interesting opportunities for skilled players. They're saying, we've tried to create interesting pairings so you have a conflict, and as you go through this at each level, you get one of those picks. In the case of protective gear, it's a toss-up between bullet protection or explosive resistance. The expectation is that each round of Battlefield Hardline has a bit more nuanced variety to it, giving players the opportunity to improve their offensive and defensive capabilities in subtle situational ways. Uh, Reputation came about as a means to make on-the-fly upgrades clearer than Battlefield 4's field upgrade functions. Sasser also wanted your actions online to relate more directly to your rewards in the middle of a match. He said, we'll have to spend more time with hardlines online to learn exactly what relationship is like. That's about it for them.
0: Battlefield hardline. Are any of you guys even really excited for it? No.
1: Mm, not so much, no.
0: I think Battlefield 4 was, I mean, they're still having issues. They're still trying to resolve problems on that game. So it's like, I really don't feel like I want to jump into the next one. So there, I like the idea of making it more cops and robbers. I think that's kind of cool, but there's just other stuff out there I think it looks better and will probably play yep. better.
2: And that's what it comes. They're, they're still doing damage control on Battlefield 4, and and you're right. There's there's too many other games out there that work that I think people are uh, more excited for.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, maybe this time it'll be different.
0: Well, it's not <laughs> Dice making the game, so yeah. It's but they're still using Dice's code, so I would think the issues that exist in Battlefield 4 will still exist in Hardline, but hopefully not. All right. Well, another cool game that I am excited about is Dead Island 2 was announced at E3. And uh, basically they're saying that the zombie (laughs) virus from the Dead Island game has spread all the way from the South Pacific to California. Woo-hoo! Bye-bye, California. Um, So we're going to get four new heroes in this new game. Uh, The zombies aren't the only threat. There's human factions of various types that are aligning against our heroes as well. Um, All can be solved with a healthy application of butt-kicking, of course, in the warm California sun. The tone of the game uh, says uh, developer Deep Silver isn't dark zombie, it isn't silly zombie, it's cool zombie. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer of this dude jogging down the, the beachfront. And he's listening to his jams, you know, as he's jogging and all of a sudden people behind him are... It's like everywhere he passes, someone's getting... Eaten by a zombie, and people are changing as he's passing them. So uh, it was kind of an interesting uh, trailer. If you guys recall the original Dead Island trailer, that, ever, that stood out so well. Oh yeah, this wasn't as good, mm-hmm. but it was still it was still, still interesting. Um, Dude, that
1: was messed up trailer. That was messed up.
0: No, so, um, the heroes are going to come in four classes. We get a berserker, a hunter, a speeder, and a bishop, each with his or her own S- unique skill set. But up to eight players can engage in a game of Dead Island 2 at a given time. These eight can cooperate with each other, compete with each other, or ignore each other entirely at their own discretion. Deep Silver wants to give players a living open world, complete with other players doing their own thing. More players means more zombies, and Dead Island 2 will have more zombies than ever before, each built from a randomized component system that means no two will look alike. To take down the Horde, players will need to rely on the huge arsenal of weapons available to them, which has been expanded to include motorized weaponry, but that's a double-edged, sword of, a double-edged sword of sorts. While the motorized weapons are more powerful than their manual alternatives, they make a lot of noise which will attract the zombies. Also, they rely on fuel, a scarce commodity in California that's been overrun by flesh-eating undead. So the good news is that dual-wielding of weapons has been confirmed for Dead Island 2, so manual or motorized, players will be able to do twice the damage they were able to in the previous game. Uh, the visuals, Deep Silver, showed from the video, uh, or showed via video from a new build, of the game. nothing less than astonishing, exploiting the power of the Xbox One to truly capture the sun-drenched dread of zombified California. So look forward to this game, as I'm going to be, come spring 2015. So
1: Can't That wait. seems so far away.
0: Dude, I love Dead Island and Dead Island uh, Riptide. Both games are so much fun. I'll be on this one for sure, day one. Excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. Man, they're so scary. (laughs) Me and those Ah, zombie games. So scared, I can't play. (laughs) All right. Okay, moving on to the next one. Uh, GTA 5. It's coming out for more systems uh, later on this fall, I believe. I don't think we have a date yet, but sometime this fall. I'm guessing probably October, November. Uh, it's going to be coming out for the Xbox One PC and the PlayStation 4. What are we going to be getting in this version? Well, I'm glad you didn't ask or did ask, whatever. Uh they're saying that in this version, we're going to get increased draw distances, finer texture details, denser traffic. I imagine it's uh, street traffic. And enhanced resolutions working together to bring new life to the cities, towns, deserts, and oceans of Rockstar, Rockstar North's uh, reimagined Southern California. You can expect the biggest, deepest, and richest open world experience yet. With the game world enhancements to include new wildlife, upgraded weather, damage effects, and an array of new details to discover. Uh, GTA Online is also going to be getting a whole bunch of benefits as well, uh, including everything that that I just mentioned, plus a couple of things on its own. Sign in, you'll be able to tap into all new content and gameplay created since the launch of Grand Theft Auto Online, including an array of new jobs, arsenal of new weapons, scores of vehicles, and properties and player customizations. So uh, you'll be able to transfer your Xbox 360 saves to the new game, and uh, there's a trailer out there that you can check out. So look for this one soon uh, if you enjoy Grand Theft Auto 5, You can enjoy it on your new Xbox One.
0: I think they're going to sell a bajillion of these. Yeah. It, it, so many people I know that have already beat GTA five are saying they're going to buy it again on Xbox One. I'm not sure why, but that's what they want to do.
1: Yeah, you know, if if you really love that game, I could see yourself doing it. Because I, I, I did it with, uh, with Tomb Raider. So, why not GTA 5
0: Because Tomb Raider was a good game.
1: Oh, zing yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I'm gonna get hate mail now.
1: <laughs> now would would something like Watchdogs would it scratch that itch and maybe people if they got that they wouldn't get GTA five?
0: I don't know. No, I think GTA that people just love it, man. It's, yeah, you know, they just love that game and they can't get enough. I think they'll enjoy playing it again. Um I don't know how how much better it will look, but, you know, because it does look, I think it looks pretty good on the 360. Yeah. So, but, yep, I think they're going to sell a bajillion copies of it on there, too, so.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. All right. right. Over you, Will.
2: this next one is actually uh, an adventure game, which is more of what I'm into, Uh, D4, short for Dark Dreams Don't Die is an adventure game from, and I'm going to butcher this name, Hidetaka Suhiro, a.k.a. Swery, the director of Deadly Premonition, among other titles. D4 takes a different track from some of Swery's earlier work, however, casting players in the role of Detective David Young, a former Boston PD sleuth turned private eye who was obsessed with getting to the bottom of his wife's murder. The game world is a blending of reality, David's fantasies, and his ability to travel back in time and experience things as they happened in the past. It's all presented with a stylish, cel-shaded look with plenty of character and slick animation and lighting. As a connect driven game, motion controls are a major part of the D4 experience, letting you reach out to examine objects or execute quick deflect gestures to ward off attackers. But unlike your fitness or dancing title, a game of D4 can still be played while seated on the couch, even with a controller should you prefer. Uh, But don't expect indiscriminate flailing. Exploring the world requires stamina points, and players will only have a limited number of these in a given area. Thus, a puzzle element comes into play requiring players to carefully choose what they do and in what order they do it based on the clues the game gives them. Additionally, D4 features plenty of murder mystery story revolving around a series of bizarre interactions with characters David encounters throughout the game. Some, like the enigmatic Amanda, a woman who just started living at his house one day, seems highly mysterious at first. Others will come to be understood by examining clues. The sole of a woman's high-heeled shoe, for example, can trigger one of David's time-traveling memories. David himself keeps a running internal monologue, film noir style, to let you know what's going on in his head. But the game is also filled with between-the-lines, illusions, and interconnected story elements that will only be revealed as players get further and further in. D4 is planned for a first season with more seasons to come in the future. It is single-player only and will be available exclusively for the Xbox One this year.
1: Hmm. Cool. I remember them talking about this game on... It was either E3 or the reveal last year. I, I didn't right, it was know the year. significance of this this producer or whatever, whoever that was. Swear E. Mm-hmm.
0: It looks pretty interesting from the yeah. stuff that I've seen of it. And it'll be something different. That's what I like. It was uh, it's yes. not just another shooter or another open world game it's an adventure game which you know i we need more adventure style games more Mm -hmm. you know real-time strategy games give us some different stuff for our consoles so that's kind of cool be happy to see if this is successful time will tell Uh, Yep. all right i think it's my time for supra ultra dead rising 3 arcade remakes hyper edition ex plus alpha 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 um, so this this is a DLC. We talked about it last week that it was coming. It had come out, but I wanted to give a little bit more information on it. Um, and now that I've played it, but it's ten dollars for the DLC. You do have to own Dead Rising three, obviously. But what this is is a it's a styled expansion of the Dead Rising three universe, and it stars Nick, Annie, Chuck, and Frank. Um, but what it, and that's kind of sort of because their characters. Are actually cosplayers dressed in various outfits from the history of other Capcom titles, from Rival Schools to Street Fighter to Dino Crisis. When the characters wear a given costume, they get, much, they get more or less the powers associated with that particular character. So, in costume as Chun Li from Street Fighter 2, Annie he gets her famous flash kick, whereas dressing up as Mayor Mike Hager from Final Fight yields this timeless 360 spinning punch. The point of all this is to team up with three other buddies and go kick some zombie butt. Levels range from straight up zombie swatting to vehicle races to hostage rescues to boss fights. Missions generally come strung together in a series with players scored against each other based on achievements and also as a team. Power-ups and weapons abound and players can build their personal power-up bars by killing zombies, unleashing their special moves once the bar is charged up. And many zombies will be co- uh, will be killed in this version. In fact, most levels uh, present players with an... Um, I'm sorry. Many, many zombies... In, in fact, most levels present players with an endlessly res- uh, respawning supply. That's what I can't get this out. Blah! Endlessly respawning supply of zombies. And they're not too much of a threat. Um, unless it's... Um, you can die, and you can get completely surrounded and die, but it's it's not, I mean, you're really not hard to, well, let's see, it's, oh, it's not, how do I say that? You don't die a lot, unless you really aren't paying attention, or you do get surrounded. Um, so, the point is to go crazy with superhero-like powers in the free environment where you can just, you know, go out and kick butt with your friends, so... It's a fun game. I actually like what they did. I think it's really unique. If you are, uh, if you like some of this um, retro gaming, like Democulus really likes it because of all the characters and reminds him of some of uh It's like retrogram- retro gaming without doing the retro gaming. So it's a really cool DLC. I really like what they did with it. It's a lot of fun, and I enjoy it. So if you get it and you want to play, hit me up. I will be happy to join you for a match.
1: Righto. All right. All right. Halo 5. I think a, a couple of people in the community are probably interested in this, maybe two or three. But uh, just to give you a little bit of info over here, there's uh, Halo 5 Guardians beta launching on December 27th. It's going to go for a total of three weeks only. Uh, and it's going to be ending on January 17th, 2015. So that's December 27th, right after Christmas, before New Year, and uh, going to, what, the third week of uh, January. Uh, Beta access is going to be available uh, through uh, the new upcoming Halo the Master Chief Collection. It'll be launching on November 11th for Xbox One. So um, I would imagine that this means that you have to purchase the Master Chief Collection to get beta access. Is is that what it sounds like to you guys?
0: Yes, you do. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, if if you want beta access, uh, you know, go ahead and purchase that. Or, if you actually want the games, (laughs) purchase the Master Chief Collection and get the beta access as a bonus. And the Master Chief Collection is going to have each game in the Halo series that features uh, Master Chief as the main dude. So look to that in the future.
2: All right, well, Xbox showcases nine blockbuster exclusives coming this holiday, that is before 2015. And uh, as you mentioned, Halo, the Master Chief collection featuring Halo 5 Guardians multiplayer beta is top of the list. Sunset Overdrive, Forza Horizon 2, Ori and the Blind Forest, Dance Central Spotlight, Disney's Fantasia Music Evolved, Project Spark, Killer Instinct Season 2, and Fable Legends Multiplayer Beta. So,
0: that's that's a pretty good list of exclusive games, all due out in the next six months. It is.
2: It's uh, It's going to make quite a few people a little poorer come, uh, a lot come poorer. Christmas time. <laughs> so, sorry, family. Nobody's getting anything, but uh, I'm getting a bunch. <laughs> there you go. There you
0: go. I know there's three on that too. list I'm buying for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let alone the impulse buys.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So. Well, you know,
2: actually, I posted on our on our group earlier this week. That's that's the best thing about this generation going digital is that those impulse buys, you know, until they let us do uh, trade in credits, you know, the impulse buying is is over.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty, so cool. All right. Next up is uh, Dance Central Spotlight. We mentioned this earlier. This is the fourth entry in Harmonix Connect Enabled franchise, and it's a debut for the Xbox One. So the here's just I just wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time on this, kind of talking about what is coming for this title. So at a recent demo at E3, uh, the title's project director Matthew Nordhaus enthusiastically elaborated on this fresh take quote It's focused on dancing. It's all about dancing. Accurate moves, cool choreography, and awesome music. So despite streamlining the gameplay, offering a smaller soundtrack, and stripping out potentially superfluous elements like Dance Central 3's story-driven campaign, Nordhaus promises Spotlight has got bigger and better everything. His claim is supported not only by the new hardware's ability to up the ante in almost every way, but also the title's novel approach to getting content to gamers. Rather than releasing on a physical disc at retail, Spotlight will only be available as a download. The package, which Harmonix ensures will be a sweet deal in terms of price, comes with 10 songs. The idea behind offering a smaller bargain price soundtrack is that it gives players more freedom to pick and choose the tunes they want beyond the bundled 10. This freedom of choice comes in the form of a huge library of downloadable songs. 50 plus will land at launch, with new ones lighting up the virtual jukebox on a weekly basis. According to Nordhaus, this new model is all about giving fans exactly what they've been asking for. We can get them music and choreography faster and release more content much more quickly. By supporting Spotlight aggressively with DLC, Harmonix can also keep the experience current. We can identify songs that are popular and on their way up and release them while they're still on the charts, Nordhaus says. On top of offering what Harmonix playfully refers to as Build Your Own Adventure, Dance Central, this title benefits from a number of gameplay evolutions. Each song now has eight routines split into two rows on the game's user interface. The top four, blah, blah, blah. They're, the top ones are to allow easy to hard progression path. While the bottom row includes four alternates, two that more aggressively represent both ends of the learning curve and two fitness routines. The latter there is separated into a strength and cardio and offers deeper, more dedicated exercise experience than previous entries. Uh, Rather than just having their calories count, Living Room Olympians can now select a routine type, create a playlist, and then let it run for 30 minutes. So that's kind of cool. They're they're really... I think that'll be good for those that want to maybe do exercise, but, you know, like the Dance Central type of games uh, where you're getting up and moving around and having fun. Um, so look for this. That's pretty much it. Uh, look for this uh, to come out here before... I don't think we have a release date yet. Uh, this September is all they're saying at the moment. So we'll see this in September. We dance the night away. <laughs>
1: That which is, is normally what you do anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, moving on. Final Fantasy Type 0 uh, is going to be coming out on Xbox One and the PS4 in HD uh format, meaning it's getting a bump in the graphics and all that other good stuff. The uh X- or the PlayStation 4 version is confirmed for North American launch. But the Xbox One and PS4 versions are are listed in the trailer. Uh, Those versions are also confirmed in a European press release. Uh, If you're not familiar, Type Zero originally launched on the PSP, and it just amazes me that the thing is still around. It launched on the PSP in Japan in 2011. The voice of our Western fans was instrumental in the development of Final Fantasy Type-0, and we're very excited to release this title soon, said the director, uh, Hajime Tabata. And uh, he said the PlayStation 4 system and Xbox One platforms uh, have really helped to re-envision this dynamic and turbulent world of Orients. So um, yeah, if, if you're a fan of Final Fantasy, here's one for you. so I know there's a lot of people that just love this series; they just love it to death. So uh, you got another, you got another reason coming out soon to you know have your wallet a little thinner. Over to you, Bo. Uh,
2: Mark, any comments on that?
0: Nope. Okay. All right. No uh, Final Fantasy. <laughs> Player at all tried it. I tried was a final Final Fantasy thirteen and I, yeah no, <laughs> I didn't get into it.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, fight to survive in Dying Light. Techland's yeah. Dying Light isn't just another zombie-themed first-person shooter. The entire game, everything you can see in front of you, can be traversed using the right shoulder button. Simply running at a building, a wall, or an obstacle and hold the button and your character will traverse or climb the object appropriately. As you do so, you gain agility points, eventually leveling up up and gaining a new ability. And these aren't just plus five to speed type abilities either. They're honest to goodness game changers, allowing you to slide, drop kick, tackle, and pull off a whole slew of other moves. Of course if you'd prefer not to go the parkour route, but stick to the ground and fight your way through dying lights mobs of zombies not recommended they're tough you'll earn strength points instead of agility and level up skills in the combat tree uh, Pavel kapinski international's P&R, pr and marketing director for techland emphasized that dying light rewards players for the way they play not through an arbitrary point system ensuring that your character evolves along a natural progression getting better at the things you like to do In addition to letting you run free through a fictional, Istanbul-inspired city, Dying Light features a variety of emergent side missions that pop up as you attempt to handle your main quests. Survivors will be fighting off zombies and request assistance, supplies will sometimes get airdropped into the area, and other optional activities will present themselves to you. Often these are time-sensitive as the game's main missions. Take too long and survivors, survivors you need to rescue will be zombified, leading to new outcomes and different paths in this storyline. Two other important aspects of Dying Light are its weather and day-night cycles. Kopinski stressed that zombies are attracted by noise, so rain or wind can be a boon to the player, whilst clear sunny days are an enemy, making it much easier for zombies to single you out. Conversely, when day becomes night in Dying Light, the tone shifts dramatically. Rather than hunting zombies, you become the hunted as a new type of pursuer zombie spawns and relentlessly tracks you if you leave the safety of the home base. This turns dying light into a stealth game during the nighttime. These pursuer zombies are too tough to fight, so you must rely on sneaking. You also have the ability to briefly blind the pursuers with a flashlight in order to evade them and accomplish objectives at night. The most dangerous opponents, of course, are the AI humans, who are armed, hostile, and coordinated but even here, players can cleverly make use of environmental traps or even the zombies themselves by luring them with noisemakers or explosives. Dying Light also features both cooperative and competitive multiplayer where humans can team up to play through the campaign or take on the role of a zombie. The game is built on Techland's proprietary Chrome Engine 6 and looks beautiful with highly realistic animations for the zombies and other characters as well as fantastic lighting and weather effects. It will be available on the Xbox One and 360 early 2015.
0: I'm muted. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I mean, it's like I thought this was like the Dead Island too. So I was surprised when they announced Dead Island too, because um, this is the same group as Techland. Mm-hmm. So, I I'll get this one too without a doubt. I'm ready. Zombie good. all right so let's move into mortal Kombat x or 10 or whatever uh this game i guess they're bringing out some uh some gore which is i guess we're not normally used to seeing uh in in this series i mean it's we're used to seeing some some stuff, but they're going to ramp it up a bit, I guess is what I meant to say. Um, Gameplay in this game falls somewhere between NetherRealm's previous Mortal Kombat and their more recent fighting endeavor in Justice Gods Among Us. The levels include a variety of environmental attacks and objects to interact with. Uh, At one point during a recent demo, after waves crashed upon a dock and a bloated waterlogged corpse of some poor schmuck was tossed into the air, he was snatched up and used as a baseball bat. It was gross and awesome, and that's not even as gruesome as it gets. X-ray attacks returns from the previous game, allowing fighters to get an internal view of damage done to their opponents. Uh, the new characters feel like a departure from the norm for Mortal Kombat, for mortal and we like the direction. Two of the new female characters, Cassie Cage and Devorah, are more practical, well-equipped, and realistic than one expects from the series. Well, as realistic as a half-bug, half-woman who spits acid and emits swarms of insects can be, and in case you're mm. wondering, Cassie Cage is the daughter of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade. Uh, that alone leads us to believe that the story, uh, series story is getting a continuity that far exceeds the Mortal Kombat games of the 90s. Uh, after spending some time uh, as Devorah, using her spouting pincers and other awesomely creepy bug moves, we were sold. And Cassie Cage is a cool amalgamation of two classic characters. Her X-ray attack, the Nutcracker, showcases the skills she picked up from her parents and is just as painfully graphic as the name suggests. Uh, In fact, all the new characters are really interesting. Kotal Kahn, for example, is a Meso-American-inspired deity in a loincloth hefting a crazy big sword. And then there's Farah Tor, a massive beast of a fighter being ridden by a sprightly little maniac. Think Master Blaster from Total Recall, and you're not too far off. Each character has three different fighting styles, focuses on different weapons and skills. That means your strategy will have to change depending on which style your opponent is in. For ter- From a tournament standpoint, this just upped the game for Mortal Kombat. It's going to make some really interesting matchups. Uh, you can tell that Nether Realms is having so much is having much fun making Mortal Kombat ten. And honestly, games are just better when you can inject humor into them, especially when it's a dark grisly humor that turns something horrifying, like sending bugs to eat someone's face from the inside. Uh, it's just it's just fun. Uh, you can take part take in all this wonderful awesomeness uh, later on this year on both the Xbox One and the Three Sixty. Sorry, it'll be next year.
1: All right. Righto, righto. All right, uh, moving on. We've got Destiny. This is that new Bungie game that will be out. I can't believe it's this soon, September 9th That it, it's this is the kind of game that, for me at least, seemed like it was going to be like years off, but it's what yeah. uh, June flags like less than three months away. Anyway, it's a bungee game, and uh, a question that uh, might be on some people's mind is, what is multiplayer going to be like? So Xbox Wire got the chance to play the game at E3, and uh, they played a couple rounds of the multiplayer mode called Crucible. And I guess they're giving it a big thumbs up. So they're saying fans of multiplayer uh, first-person shooters will feel right at home with Destiny, but the game moves in new directions. Uh, Everything about the game feels uh, like a mix between the Bungie style that they know and love with cool new weapons, skills, and game mechanics. The demo consists of a few rounds of Control, wherein two teams battle over three markers, uh, claiming them to earn points. Players in Destiny are Destiny are tough, uh, plated in armor with recharging shields and ridiculously high jumping abilities. And yet, uh, we definitely noticed less of the spray and pray gameplay, reminiscent of many console shooters, that with and more controlled focused full team maneuvers one of the differences between destiny and other shooters is the healthy bar dis- or is the health bar display above every character. you can see how much health and shield your opponent has left, which better allows you to adapt your strategy on the fly. knowing that an opponent's shield is low gives you the knowledge and opportunity to quickly take a move like switching from an assault rifle to a hand cannon to go for a good clean headshot things like this make Destiny a smarter shooter than most the multiplayer mode supports character customization so your single player character and gear comes with you letting you show off your creation as you jump over someone and throw a grenade down at their feet Hmm, grenades how do you think about that one what do you think about that one Mark my team better watch out Yeah, that's right, that's right. And they uh, finish up saying, we haven't gotten to see the different character classes, dozens of weapons and skill that Destiny's Crucible mode offers, but uh, what little they've played, uh, they're basically sold on it. Destiny is a blast to play, they say, and gives you the tools to excel in your own unique way so you're not just another soldier on the field. So it looks like, uh, you know, Bungie might be amping it up a little bit, yeah, but uh, we'll have to wait until September to see what this is all about, to see if it really lives up to what they're saying here.
0: I've watched some of the footage of some people playing and streaming yeah. it on Twitch, and I've not been that impressed. It To me, it just feels like, oh um. Been there, yeah. done that. It doesn't feel like anything new. But I do think what really interests me about Destiny is going to be the campaign. That that's what I'm looking forward to is that story, not so much the multiplayer. Okay. So, I mean, I'll play the multiplayer. I played some Halo. I usually did pretty well. Never really was that into into it. Not a huge Halo fan. I like usually playing co-op campaign and stuff. But um, I'm really looking forward to Destiny for the for the campaign. But. So, we'll
1: see. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And any of you guys watched any of the Twitch streaming of this?
1: No, I, I saw the trailer. I haven't watched the streaming at all, though. okay.
2: No, this, this is one that's a, a sci-fi campaign, which uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, so I'm intentionally kind of staying away from any video of it because I don't want to have a uh, preconceived notion before it comes out. So, it's just one I'm going to get, play the campaign, and leave it at that.
1: So it's an insta-buy for you.
2: It it is that, um, okay. you know, And again, I don't care if I play the multiplayer. There's there's plenty of other games out there to do that with. But I, you know, I like sci-fi movies and stuff like that. So between this and uh, Master Chief, I'm I'm set for the rest of the year. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: Uh, moving to the next one, Forza Horizon Two. Blame it on the rain. Now is this a tribute to Millie Vanilli or just me? <laughs> <an inch? laughs> There you go. (laughs) Uh, During during an earlier meeting with Forza Horizon 2 developer Playground Games, they put a heavy emphasis on the racer's new dynamic weather system. Raindrops splatter windshield, turn roads into soggy slicks, and reduce visibility. We weren't able to experience the effect, but after a bit of hands-on time, we've learned one crucial point. Summer showers turn exotic supercars into missiles with all the guidance of a blind penguin. The key thing to remember is that all weather in Forza Horizon 2 is actually dynamic. A given race may be bathed in sunshine, while the same race later that in the game might feature a sunny start, followed by a momentary deluge, then a bone-dry race to the finish. In most racing games, weather has less of a realistic effect, but in the case of Forza Horizon 2, a sudden downpour translates to cars sliding off the road at 160 miles per hour. Once the rains come, you should be prepared to drive as cautiously as possible, lest your expensive ride turn into a rolling hunk of scrap. Sliding sideways off the road isn't always a negative, however. Unlike the original Forza Horizon, even simple point-to-point races feature multiple paths to the finish line. One rain-slicked corner might send you careening into a vineyard, only to regain control on an unforeseen dirt road that could shave a few precious seconds from your overall time. The return of the asynchronous multiplayer drivers known as drivatars might worry some given this new emphasis on realistic rain physics, but hopefully the AI controlled drivers of Forza Horizon 2 seem far less prone to destruction derby tactics, aka Marx driving style. <laughs> <laughs> Even during the rain, <laughs> the only collisions I were completely or we had were completely our own fault, and the computer characters seem to take a more conservative approach to navigating the Italian countryside once the clouds opened up. Granted, they're still driving cars capable of topping 200 miles per hour with little trouble, but the end result is a less high-speed game of bumper cars and a more rapid test of your braking abilities and reaction time. Forza Horizon 2 debuts on September 30th, leaving scant time for major alterations, so once the racer rolls around, beware the rain. It might look pleasant and inviting, but behind the wheel of a Lamborghini Hurricane, Hurricane? all those tiny droplets may as well be death threats from Lord Poseidon himself.
0: That's going to be so awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I'm i really excited about this. And having dynamic weather, I think, is going to be a really cool aspect to this game. Are you guys planning to get this?
2: I'm, I think uh, I will. Yeah. I'm still on the fence, but we'll see. I, I definitely haven't ruled it out.
0: Uh, the first game was so good. So good. It's so much better than the... If you... If you like Forza but find it like oh yeah it's a great game but I get tired of racing on tracks and you'd rather have more of like an open world this is it I mean this is Forza only it's open world it's you're not it's so much better it's just I loved the first one um, so I'm really excited now they're adding this other stuff in this is gonna be cool I, and I don't know if it's true I don't did you guys hear that the was it the crew the Sony racing game? I think it's the crew. Or there's no there maybe it's no, not the, the, cr- the no, crew. The crew's coming, coming out, out for yeah. It's no, there's, coming there's out a, for Xbox One. No, there's um
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the one that was delayed for a year that still is far beyond this one.
0: It's not um, it's not the crew, it's um I, I know which one it. you're talking about. Drive Club. Yes. I think it was Drive Club that I think that's the one that they actually scrapped the The rumor is that they scrapped it, pulled it from the Sony E3 press conference, um, because Forza Horizon 2 basically blew it out of the water. Mm -hmm. And you know, this like we've got two. This is gonna have we're gonna have two driving games on the Xbox One, while while the Sony platform is still waiting to get theirs. Um, This this game also, uh, I guess, Drive Club only has like 40 or 50 cars, where this. Forza 2 has over 200. Uh, the other one doesn't have weather. This one's got dynamic weather and day and night cycles. And I guess it, I guess it got pulled. That, that's the rumor: is that it was pulled after the E3 press conference or the Microsoft press conference. So I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but I find it kind of humorous that you know they they didn't want it to, they didn't they decided not to show it at all. Because it was already upstaged by a Microsoft game. I'm like, yeah, baby.
1: Suck it. <laughs> there you go.
0: So, but, anyways, uh, let's, let's move on to the next story. This one's pretty cool, man. This is the July update that Rob was talking about earlier. And, um, oops, my video's already well on its way. Let me start that over. Alright, so some of the stuff we're going to get in July. Uh, I'm waiting to get it. I don't have it yet. I am in the preview program, but they have not released it yet to the preview community. Uh, We should probably get it. We'll probably see it this week, it would be my guess, um, now that we're in the middle of June. But Snap Mode for Achievements, which is what you're seeing on the screen right now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, They showed this at E3, um, and it's offering an easier way to track and view your achievements in the moment. With Achievement Snap, you can you can track your achievement progress in real time without ever leaving the game you can also get help on any achievement you're struggling with xbox will scan the web for you and deliver relevant tips and strategy content right to your tv so essentially it's going to open up it's going to snap open internet explorer and uh or not snap it open but it'll bring it up in your main screen there and then that sounds clunky uh, it looks like it moves pretty slow. It just opens up IE, and yeah. then you can click. It does basically a search, you know, on right. a Bing search, if you will, and then it, you know, you'll see like videos for this achievement, and it'll it already put the search stuff in there for you, so you can watch videos and see how it's done, and right, then right. go right back to your game and play. I think it's pretty cool because you don't have to run over to the computer or look on other sites on how to do it and whatnot. So that's kind of cool. Uh, next thing they got double tap to snap. Uh, Double tap the button on your controller to bring up Snap Center, where you can launch achievements or any other snappable app without leaving your game. Already have an app snapped, then just double tap quickly switches between your game and the snapped app. So, they didn't say what the button was, but that's something that's coming. Uh, Also, choice of spoken language, so folks in New Zealand, Ireland, and Austria, with this update in July, you will be able to select voice control using the English or German voice models from other countries. And if you're an expat in an English-speaking country, you too can choose any of the other English language models that fit you. That's good because I know, like, we got some uh, friends of ours that are out in New Zealand and they can't even use the voice command, so it looks like they're going to be able to here in July. So that will be cool. to will finally make use of their Kinect. Uh, fi- future digital bundles and compilation discs. Uh, we're doing some work now so that publishers will have options for great digital bundles and disc compilation offerings in the future. As they test this feature, we'll be able to see more flexible combinations of game titles and other game content. And then you can like game DVR clips. So they're adding the ability to like all your favorite game DVR clips as well as activity feed items in Smart Class. That's it. So we see that stuff in July.
1: Yeah, very cool. Especially that achievement thing. I remember seeing that on the E three where it showed you like a didn't it show you like a bar, like how close <laughs> you were to yep. that achievement. That, it, that's pretty sweet.
0: And that updates it updates live. So yeah. it is as you say you gotta do so many kills with a certain weapon and that bar does progress progress, you'll be see that thing move while you're playing. Right, so. Right that's that's kind
1: of cool oh for sure all right so moving on uh this is about falling skies this is a tv show it's been on tnt now for three years uh we're gonna be starting up i think the fourth season next week or the week after or in the next couple of weeks i thought it was in late june but uh it's a show that was pretty cool i've been watching it myself now uh i've been watching the seasons as they've been um rolling out on tv and uh there is a game that is uh following that series falling skies the game <laughs> nice name there uh if you like xcom um this is uh kind of going along those same lines Uh, That's one way to look at it, or if you like XCOM, this is a game that's a total rip-off of it. (laughs) Uh, I guess uh, it's all about perception there. Uh, The premise of... Falling Skies is there's been uh, some alien guys that came down They kind of uh, laid waste to humanity, and humanity's got a bunch of uh, ragtag survivors that are kind of like the Resistance trying to fend off the the big, bad aliens. And uh, there is quite a bit to this game that's actually a downright copy of XCOM, including even coloring of of, uh, how you can move Uh, in terms of direction, range, and all that good stuff. Uh, Let's see. Uh, And uh, they were basically asked, I guess the developer, Little Orbit, uh, how they planned to make Falling Skies the game stand apart uh, from XCOM, which what came out in 2012. So that was about two years ago that it came out. And Little Orbit basically said that uh, where XCOM restricted sidearms to a pistol for all classes but the heavies, Falling Skies allows soldiers to wield a shotgun as a secondary armament. Uh, and then also that in Falling Skies, uh, soldiers can level up to more than soldiers in XCOM. Uh, this game also features dispatch missions, uh, which is uh, like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood style side quests that players can send a unit on when they need additional resources. So, um, yeah, so these are some uh, examples of the game that has expanded on what uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown offered two years ago. But uh, I guess uh, it's real easy to say that it's kind of an XCOM ripoff. But if you like XCOM, if you like that kind of thing, uh, this yeah. might offer something new and fresh for you to play. But uh, the, the series is pretty good. If, if you haven't seen it, you might want to check it out. It's, when you initially look at it, it's, it looks like low-budget, kind of you know, cheesy-ish a little bit, but it's actually decent. It's, it's worth watching. Well, that is all.
2: All right. Homefront The Revolution aims to take the power back. 2011's Homefront presented players with a terrifying fictional future where a rising military superpower invaded and occupied the United States. Homefront The Revolution, the Crytek UK-developed sequel, aims to evolve on its predecessor's intriguing concept while also elevating its mechanics and gameplay to next-gen standards or as we call it, current gen. Once again, players are up against the Korean People's Army, a powerful freedom-hating force hell-bent on turning America into an Orwellian nightmare. While Homefront, set in 2025, depicted the KPA's initial invasion of the US, the revolution picks up five years later. The evildoers' occupation of the states is in full swing, America has fallen, and players are put into the well-worn boots of every man resistance fighter, Ethan Brady. Crytek UK is constructing the title's narrative and characters on this Against All Odds Foundation, while also leveraging this underdog scenario to craft the revolution's gameplay. Rather than arming Ethan to the teeth with the expected first-person shooter arsenal, the developers are giving him access to what producer David Stenton dubs the Gorilla Toolkit. In fact, relying on guerrilla tactics, ambushes, assassinations, hit and run attacks to take on the enemy is what Crytek bets will separate this game from the Bend There Frag That pack. We got a taste of this approach during a play session set in the game's open world, Philadelphia, which the KPA, in a kick to America's pride, named their capital. Searching a resistance safe house, we armed ourselves not with guns and grenades, but with bolt cutters and a Molotov cocktail. Our mission was to rescue some freedom fighters being held in a KPA-controlled police station. Upon exiting the hideout, we were subjected to a scary real look at how the occupation had taken hold. Enormous airships filled the sky, drones patrolled the streets, and a PA system reminded scared citizens of the evening's impending curfew. We soon learned that our smartphone was mightier than the sword in this frightening future fiction scenario, from tagging potential targets and accessing area maps to detonating homebrew explosives, there was no shortage of terrorist thwarting tech packed into the device. After surveying the police station from afar, we performed a stealth kill and disabled a security camera with a well placed brick. We broke out the bolt cutters and used them to access a secret stash of resistance good found by the way of graffiti like directions left by our allies. Upon grabbing the gear, batteries, weapon mods, explosive substances, and a remote-controlled car, we customized our rifle using an interface that will be comfortably familiar to crisis fans. We tweaked scopes, stocks, and silencers to our KPA-hating heart's content. With our gun good to go, we headed toward the police station and popped a squat by a parked car. Thanks to a distracting explosion triggered by our rebel pals, we were able to outfit the RC car with an IED, that's Improved improvised explosive device for you fresh guerrilla recruits, and piloted past enemy soldiers under vehicles and finally to the facility's door. After controlling the toy-turned-bomb from its own first-person perspective, we snapped back to our character's cover spot and detonated the bad boy right beneath our bad guy's noses. All hell officially broke loose, enemy reinforcements got called in, and our newly freed friends made their escape. We finally got to peer down the iron sights and light up that Molotov cocktail, but the demo came to a close before our trigger finger could get much of a workout. While we didn't get to see the results of our actions during the demo, Stenton informed us that rescuing the prisoners will help expand the resistance and ignite the revolution. Apparently, as players progress through the story, the world changes based on how much they built up the rebellion. Successful revolutionaries, for example, might see more rebel rioters in a, than KPA a-holes in the streets of areas they've liberated. Our short play session barely scratched the surface of what Crytek UK has planned for the final game. The demo nicely showcased the title's guerrilla-focused gameplay, but it also teased features like upraising points, a sort of progression-based currency players earned by ticking off the KPA, tossing the potential of setting the sequel in an open world and bringing it to life with the developers CryEngine tech, and were already anxious to join the revolution when it ignites on U.S. soil next summer.
0: Well, here's my question. Did you guys play the original homefront game? So, no, no, neither one of you did okay i I thought it sucked, so yeah, I remember <laughs> when I saw this. I was like, "Are you kidding me um yeah they they better really do some something sweet on this to make it even intrigue me in any way, but it's not on my list of stuff I need to worry about. That's for sure.
2: well, you yeah. You've got, You've got Falling Skies the game. So is this more of the um what was it the Wolverine's uh, Red Dawn the game? It's kind of what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is more like Red Dawn the game. So Falling Skies actually is something I am interested in because I like XCOM. So if they're going to play it like that, then I'll be all over Falling Skies. So plus the TV show is awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, in the interest of time, we need to get moving. Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Uh, If you guys played the original, uh, the first one in the series, Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light, if you remember it launched without co-op. It was patched in weeks later. Um, The developer says that will not happen again, that this game will launch with online co-op ready to go. This will be uh, released on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. You will have a single screen, top-down tomb raiding, um, uh, also returns, of course, now with a diverse cast of four playable characters. Laura Croft, a rival explorer named Carter Bell, and two imprisoned Egyptian gods, Horace and Isis. Uh, the game will support a mixture of local and online players that make up the adventures can also be completed solo. So that, uh, keep in mind, uh, just a reminder that that game is on coming out here soon as well for, uh, or in the future, for Xbox One. So... And that Guardian of Light was a free Xbox game a little while yeah, yeah. back, so I picked it up, but didn't get very far in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think it originally came out, it was one of the Summer of Arcade games? I, yeah, I think the, right. Last year, the year before. I, really, I just panned it. I just totally had no interest in it. But then when it came out uh, on the Games with Gold for free, I actually snagged it like I do every one of those games. And it's really good. It was... It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I definitely give it a thumbs up. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to this new one. Temple of Osiris. All right. We good with that? Yeah, we're good. Okay. In the interest of time, (laughs) let's let's keep rolling here. All right. Titanfall June update. That is this month since it is June. Uh, It's going to be introducing two new modes. Uh, one of these modes, I think, uh, Wing offers you some royalties, right? Did you? Did they you... better.
0: They better send me my royalty checks.
1: Yeah. Did your people ha- talk to their people and get this sorted uh, out? If my not...
0: people may have talked to their people, but my people haven't <laughs> talked to me. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens with that uh, little soap opera then. Anyway, uh, so there's going to be two new modes to this. Uh, one is called Marked for Death and Wingman. Hey, wait. Mark Marked Wingman? Yeah. That's yeah. double royalties on there. Anyway. It's my Mark- DLC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. The the Wingman 709 update for june anyway marked for death is exactly uh what it sounds like where one pilot from each team becoming a target for a limited period of time uh, basically as soon as one of the marked for death targets gets killed two new players are selected uh the new mode injects freshness into the game and keeps things moving along at a brisk pace uh the next one wingman last titan standing introduces uh 2 versus 2 mode into last titan standing and is going to be titan's falls first non 6 on 6 gameplay And uh, Titanfall is also getting burn cards for Titans with amped up weapons and abilities similar to the options available for pilots. Also, players will now have the ability to unlock customizations for their Titans, which will be retroactive, meaning that if you've already reached a level to unlock a decal, it'll be available to you immediately. The DLC pack uh, will come with new art for the menu screens and also allow you to toggle music heard in the lobby. There's going to be improvements to matchmaking, uh, better balancing of the teams, shuffling players around based on their skill level. The game will also show when a new player has entered a lobby. Uh, They did not give the exact release date uh, for this but it is titled the June update so it will be out in the next two months. Uh, Unless it gets renamed to the July update. But uh, look for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look for it on, uh, what, June 30th or 31st, whichever is the last day. 30th. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Yeah. June 30th is the last day. Cool. And that is all.
2: Well, here is a big yawn. Resolution gate.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Oh, am I jumping ahead?
0: Watch it. Watch it, buddy. (laughs) big yawn what are you talking about
2: well you know
0: i'm just oh, I'm oh no you don't have to go through that just that's not the point of story sorry i see what you're saying the, the point <laughs> of the story is just it's coming to xbox one <laughs> well no I'm, I'm gonna be fair here now oh yeah i didn't know that's not even why i put that there just <laughs> diablo right.
2: 3 running at 900p on xbox one ps4 version locked at 1080p who cares Uh, Senior producer on the console version of Diablo 3, Julia Humphreys, confirmed that the game will run at 900p on Xbox One. The PS4, they're calling it exclusive pixels, has been confirmed to run natively at 1080p. Both versions will run at 60 frames per second. Uh, She commented, we are prioritizing frame rate regarding the quality difference. Now, what I take from that is that xbox one can get it done at 900 we don't need the full 1080p to make a great game
0: there you go yeah so drop the mic (laughs) bam all right so that's it for you then on that one
2: that's it i'm done
0: all right okay payday two uh, those of you that played it on the 360 might be happy to know that Payday 2 Crime Wave Edition has been announced for the Xbox One. Uh, this Crime Wave Edition includes enhanced features and a stash of new bonus content, giving fans the ultimate Payday experience. This game cast members, uh, Cash, is a member of the infamous Payday Crew as you work, there, as they work their way through the biggest, most elaborate heists on their careers using the all-new Crime Net system overseen by the mysterious Bane. Designed from the ground up to be the ultimate four-player cooperative experience, Payday 2 features four new skill trees, the charismatic mastermind, the heavy enforcer, the gadget crazy technician, and the super stealthy ghost, which, alongside a versatile weapon modification system and all-new mask Creator, gives players a chance to live out their fantasy of being a career criminal. Um, So, we don't have a date yet, but uh, it is coming. So, I'm looking at the official press release and I do not see a date. So, as soon as we have one, I'll be sure to let you know.
1: Right on, right on.
0: Okay. All right, that takes us out. That's it for Topics.
1: Yeah, that's it for this Woo-hoo. week.
0: So, community, we don't have anything from the community this week, but you can definitely join the community uh, by doing look for This Xbox Life on Facebook. That's where we are. And uh, you can always email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com, follow us on Twitter, and if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to our website, click on the voicemail box on the right-hand side, and uh, just leave us a voicemail. Be sure to give us your gamer tag as well when you leave a voicemail, and we will put your voice into the show. Alright, so let's get into new releases.
1: All right, retail releases coming up here. Uh, we don't have anything on the 360. Xbox one. we've got uh, one title, only one title. it's EA Sports, UFC releasing on Tuesday, June 17th, and that's it for this week, but we all know that uh, anything that gets released right now is just something that's in the way of the Sniper Elite 3 release on June or July 1st, right? Yeah. So it's coming out two weeks away. Two weeks nice, for Sniper Elite 3. There, buddy. Looking forward I'm, to that one.
0: I am surprised, and I'm going to look it up here somewhere else, that I'm surprised that the, um, uh, what you call it, that the e, this this UFC game is not coming out on 360. It wasn't listed as being released on the, so I'm kind of surprised by that.
1: Yeah. I, I looked it's on the. Uh, I mean yeah it's got to be something that's uh, you know just third gen
2: well if it's EA that UFC means something else but hey won't go there
0: <laughs> so kind of surprised by that but I guess it's not coming out so but uh, you have to get it on Xbox one And I don't see it on GameStop listed either, so...
1: Yeah, and there's a playable demo that came out, again, only on PS4 and Xbox One. That came out uh, earlier this year, looks like. Uh, In June 3rd.
0: Okay. Oh, it did? Yeah, looks like it. okay. Well, that explains it. Alright, so where, Rob, might someone purchase... Some great gaming stuff if they need it.
1: That's a very good question, Mark. Well, I have the answer for you, my friend. It is Amazon.com, and by going there, you can purchase anything your heart desires from toilet paper to Xbox One games to uh, shaving cream and who knows what else you might want. Uh, make sure to use our Xbox or this Xbox Life. Uh, affiliate link. Uh, you can find that at thisxboxlife.com slash Amazon or go to our main page, thisxboxlife.com and click on the link on the right hand side which will take you to the Xbox One product but from there you can search for whatever you want.
0: Right. Cool. Well, Bo, you got any last last comments or thoughts? Last words? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, how about you? It's Rob? Your final meal. No. <laughs> no. no I, I got nothing. Uh just it's just been a crazy week. I mean, there's just so much stuff that's been going on with uh with E3. I, I kind of wonder if everybody's a little burned out of all the information onslaught that has been going on the past couple of week but weeks. Uh, but uh we'll we'll get back into the groove of things as we start seeing these titles all start coming out, you know. So it's going to be some exciting times and uh, also bad for the wallet. Yes. Coming out soon here. All right.
0: Well, then, thank you guys for joining and listening. Uh, We're going to be having some information here real soon about uh, some giveaways. We're going to be giving away some games here real soon. And uh, what did you say? You said, what's coming out in two weeks? Sniper? Sniper Elite Maybe. Three. Maybe we might have to make that. Well, I don't know if it gives us enough time. We need to find something out. We need to give out something big. But uh, we'll we'll have some news for you guys next week. We'll try to get together our crew here. Of course, Bron's gone on vacation. So once once everybody's done with their vacations, we'll get uh, we'll get some info out to you guys, and we're gonna start it's doing some nice. full retail giveaways for you guys. Um, so. Uh, Please uh, rate us five stars on whichever application you're using to listen to our show. Uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for supporting us through our Amazon link. Uh, With that, I am Mark A.K., Wingman709. I am taking off.
1: I'm Rob, also known as PreStar. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. We'll catch you all next week.
2: I'm Bo, Ben's for Loki, and we'll catch you online.